0: Greetings, salutations, and all that jazz from sunny Orlando, Florida—the city beautiful. This is the Pack Brothers Podcast. I'm David Pack, and joining me, as always, is my identical twin brother, Michael. Yeah, let's hello everybody out there in podcast land. Thank you so much for listening. All right, so this episode today is brought to you by Dochi Donuts. Dochi—that sounds weird. Dochi. Well. It's kind of, I think there's a bit of a Japanese flair to it. It's these sort of, I guess you can call them Japanese donuts. They are made up of eight smaller bite-sized donuts, essentially. And they have different toppings on them. There's one that's sort of a taro coating with some fruity pebbles on it. The taro being a very sweet, it kind of looks strange. You see it a lot in bubble teas, but it's just purple, sweet, sweet. Yeah, I don't know how else to also describe it. It's I not know. grape. Don't think grape when you think of this purple. No. It's just I don't know. It's purple. I don't know why. Yeah, and there's like Oreo cookie butter and strawberry shortcake. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's weird. It's donut shaped, but the the little mochi that are that make up the donut, which I guess is where they get the name. It's very they're very chewy. Yes, yes. A lot of gluten. I think <laughs> definitely not gluten free. They're but they're very tasty. Expensive. A little pricey, but. Tasting. Yeah, I've been wanting to try these for a while. We went to the uh, East End Market in Orlando, um, it's on Corinne Street, I think. Yeah, and right there on East End Avenue. it a lot of options there for you know to to eat and to for, to buy different things. Yeah, it's kind of a there's sort of a hipster vibe to yeah. the place. There's <laughs> like a lot of retro clothing stores and yeah, it's pricey, but um, it's. That's worth checking out. We also had a sandwich there. Was it was a Hinkley's fine meat. Yeah, that's right. They they sell meat by the pound, and they also have I think catering, but they also sell sandwiches. Yep, and it was a good good meal. And the Dochi donuts kind of was the icing on the cake. Or the dessert. yeah, the dessert icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, let's we'll jump right into. It. I know we are continuing our uh, look back at. Uh, public service announcements, Saturday morning, uh, cartoon versions of them, or just the different uh, commercials you would see in between, as or in between, you know, segments of a cartoon or something. Right, right. And so, th- this is another thing that 80s kids had to be taught how to do. They had to be taught: don't drink poison, you know, don't uh, start forest fires, and try eat healthy, brush your teeth. Right, all these things. So this one is the anti-pollution mascot by the Ad Council, Woodsy Owl. Woodsy Owl. So, see, now I'm thinking about the Smokey Bear because I've always heard Smokey the Bear, and I've also heard Woodsy the Owl, so I guess it's just Woodsy Owl, though. Technically, yes, it's just Woodsy Owl, although sometimes they'll even say Woodsy the Owl. I guess it just uh, (laughs) blows out the tongue a little bit better. I think so. I don't know if they need that hard consonant in there. Woodsy Owl sounds uh, maybe difficult for kids to say. But Woodsy the Owl uh, technically is not the name, but he's well known as Woodsy the Owl. But he's another icon from the United States Forest Service. And uh, similar to Smokey the Bear or Smokey Bear, as we learned in a previous episode. Okay, but he's more on the pollution side of the uh, fence. Right, right. So Smokey is saying don't burn the forest down. And, uh, <laughs> Good advice. Right. And Woodsy is more saying don't foul the forest up. That's right. You know, now that we do have a forest that's not burned down, let's not have trash everywhere. <laughs> right. They're raising the standard a little bit. They want it to be not just a standing, healthy forest, but one that's also free of litter. So his was his litter campaign limited to the forest? Uh, no, no. He was against all pollution. And as his character evolved, and you see this in some of the PSAs, it was primarily based on pollution of the type you would expect to see trash on the ground. Yeah, I mean, we... Uh, both of us grew up in West Virginia, so we are well acquainted with <laughs> <laughs> trash on the ground, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, unfortunately. But there's also, in the later PSAs, he's talking about, oh, turn your radio down. That's noise pollution. Oh, wow. Plant a tree. That's helps with site pollution, which I don't even know what that is. Site pollution? Site pollution, Yeah. So he Guess. became, no, no graffiti, you know, things okay. like that. All right. So, wow, he's, he's kind of run a lot of bases. He is, yeah. His his role expanded. But he was the result of a private-public partnership between three people, uh, one of which we're already aware of, Harold Bell Western Publishing. Okay, so he's was the Smokey Bear dude. Exactly. He's also the Woodsy Owl dude. Uh, but the other two were Glenn Kovar and Chuck Williams. They were employees of the Forest Service and they were working on the show Lassie. Oh, okay. Which one of the characters on Lassie is a forest ranger. So they, I guess, had a tie-in with the Forest Service with that show Lassie. Oh, okay. But yeah, Harold Bell of Western Publishing, he, he produced the Smoky Bear PSAs. Um, he was a merchandising agent who worked on the Lassie account, the Smoky Bear account, and then eventually Woodsy Owl. Hmm. And when they were first getting started, numerous options were discussed for what the symbol should be. For pollution. Or for anti-pollution. Right. Some of the options that they considered were a trout. (laughs) Okay. That would be more, I guess, water pollution, right? Well, yeah. You would think that would be difficult for a trout to speak knowledgeably on other types of pollution. Right. right. Or to speak at all, really. Okay. Well, that's true. A raccoon. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, they, they're known for, like, getting into trash, though, aren't they? Right, to me, that's terrible. You know, that, <laughs> raccoons make a huge myth. They don't, you know, aren't associated with cleanliness and anti-pollution. I guess maybe it could be, like, an anti-pattern, like, don't do what I do. Yeah, kind know. of like a Mr. Yuck, just get, you kind of know to avoid this thing. Yeah, maybe, but that's still a stretch. Maybe so, and also an elk. An elk, okay. <laughs> I would say most kids would not know what an elk is. Well, they think it's a deer or something like that, right? right? Mm-hmm. So ultimately, they decided on an owl because it would appeal to both rural and urban populations. I see, there you go. Everybody's got owls. Right, and it was known as the wisest animal in the forest. Oh, well, yeah. Wise. Why are owls considered wise, I wonder? I don't know. Most mm-hmm. people always ask Maybe questions those, those like who. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> those big eyes. <laughs> They're always watching, taking in information. Yeah. Uh, so one of his first... Uh, public service announcements, was uh, the Ballad of Woodsy Owl. He has his ballad? Yeah, there's a Ballad of Woodsy Owl that kind of explains who he is and what he's about. This is one of his first public service announcements, and we can play that. Just to give you an introduction to Woodsy. Yeah, because I'm thinking of different, you know, like, themes that he had through the years, but I have a feeling this is not the theme I'm thinking of. No, this is actually a an animated spot that includes an animated version of Woodsy. He started out as a cartoon character. Okay, I had no idea. I just saw him walk around in a costume most of the time. Yeah, we will definitely delve more deeply into his costumes. But uh, first, he was a cartoon. Used a lot of print advertising. And uh, so here's that uh, PSA. So let's see, make sure this is... Uh, yeah, want to listen up here. Yeah, let's go. All right. And it's loading, maybe, on <laughs> the phone. And hold on, it's not working. Let okay, me. no problem. I'll just vamp over here a little bit. No, do not not for long. There's uh, Woodsy. All right, let me get this <laughs> thing ready to go. <laughs> All right, then let's try this again. All right. Smokey Bear has got a pal was always on the ground. Woodsy is his name, you know. He's the anti-pollution owl. an outdoor matter show leave the trail that's nice and clean wherever you may go This great country is our own and it's up to us to care the Owl will lead the way so come on, let's do our share Give a root Don't pull move, move. the loop Woodsy Owl at his best Help him check Okay, well, well, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, if you notice, the first lyric is, Smokey Bear has got a pal that Yeah That's always on the prowl. Exactly. And it's the anti-pollution owl. And that's Woodsy himself. Yeah, um, so he has, kind of looks like a Peter Pan hat on Oh, that's an Alpine hat, okay. actually. <laughs> I thought you might ask about that, so I looked into it. Um... The alpine hat was added by one of the creators, Chuck Williams, based on a promotional item he picked up for his daughter while on location for the show Lassie. Oh, okay, well, he needed a hat. Just so like Smokey has a hat. Exactly. He has his own distinctive hat. Uh, he looks very owl-like in his very. original incarnation. Um, he doesn't speak. He doesn't even hoot. He blows a whistle to yeah, hoot. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw him take the whistle out and hoot with it. So it did say give a hoot, don't pollute, didn't it? Give a hoot, don't pollute is definitely strong (laughs) with uh, Woodsy in in this uh, section of his career. Yeah, uh, because that's kind of what I remember parts of it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but he didn't speak uh, at least uh, yet in this incarnation. Uh, We'll get to that in a second. But give a hoot, don't pollute was something that was created as a slogan for Woodsy Owl as something very simple for kids to remember. You know, just care about the environment Give mm. a hoot Yeah, so uh, I was wondering about that Because I've heard it before Like someone says, oh, I just don't give a hoot about that S- Did that r- originate with a woodsy owl? Or was that expression before? I don't give a hoot You know, I don't know I I want to say it probably existed before But I don't know But it works because hoots and owls And hoot and pollute, obviously Or is it an yeah. easy rhyme Match made in heaven Right, <laughs> match made in heaven uh, so other folks, for some reason, uh, question – they have rival claims that they created Woodsy Owl, despite all the documentation otherwise. That's so, kind of a weird I know. <laughs> thing to claim. Several individuals say they invented Woodsy Owl as children as part of a nationwide poster contest, although the Forest Histori- History Society said no evidence of such has ever been provided. of course. Well, Of course they'd say that, but I didn't believe them. I think it's a pretty clear uh, path of origin for Woodsy. Yeah, right. So his target audience was children, five to eight years of age. He was designed to be seen as a mentor to them, providing them information and advice to help them appreciate nature. Just kind of don't take for granted the world around us, you know, just to keep care of it. And, you know, just look up, and if you see trash, pick it up. Exactly, be an active... Contributing to society. Right, right. So there was some, as I said, discussion about who created Woodsey. There has actually been legislation in Congress passed in 1974. They passed the Woodsey Owl Act, mm. and primarily to protect the character, making it a federal crime to reproduce his image or original slogan. <laughs> so you can get in trouble with the feds if you try to co-opt Woodsy for some (laughs) nefarious (laughs) purpose. Right, yeah. And there were folks who were doing that with Smokey Bear, using his image for their own uh, designs. So this is more to keep the use of this character pure for what they were wanting to do. Makes sense. Um, So uh, he was very popular, much like Smokey Bear. He was generating a lot of fan mail. He was in his own comic book from Gold Key Comics from 73 to 76. And besides his print work, several PSAs were put out over the years, mostly in the 70s and 80s. And for his appearances and commercials that aired in the 70s and 80s, he was voiced by several different actors. So he finally started getting a voice in the commercials. Right, and his, his design changed to an actual walk-around mascot-looking character. Mm. So I'll play uh, probably the one you remember the most, or likely remember the most from when you were uh, watching Woodsy when you were... Growing up on yeah, Saturday when, mornings. Yeah, when I was a kid, this is the one that I probably remember then. Right, so here's here's Woodsy. Okay. I'm Woodsy Owl, and I'm here to tell you about a dirty word, pollution. Help Woodsy spread the word. Never be a dirty bird. Hoo-hoo. Don't paint around our buildings. That's pollution. don't pollute. Never <laughs> be a dirty bird. Woo-hoo! Turn your radio down. That's noise pollution. In the city or in the woods, help keep America looking good. (laughs) So that's all I remember. I remember that in the city or in the woods, help keep America looking good. Yeah, and then there are other versions, longer commercials that say, you know, (laughs) on the uh, in the river, on the sand, help keep America looking grand. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Help Keep America Looking Good was one that they used a lot. So did you recognize the voice there? It sounds so familiar, but I can't place it. Okay, that is Sterling Holloway. Sterling Holloway. What a name, right? Yeah, I know. It's just a name for voice. Right. So he did a lot of voices, uh, particularly for Disney. Um, he was Mr. Stork in Dumbo. He was the adult flower in Bambi. He was the voice of the Cheshire Cat and Alice in Wonderland. He was Caw the Snake in the Jungle Book, uh, Roquefort and Aristocats, and best known as the original voice of Winnie the Pooh. It does sound like Winnie the Pooh. It does. So that's why, because it is. It's the voice of Winnie the Pooh. That's Sterling Holloway. He did a lot of work in television and voice work as well. Other voices uh, that were done for Woodsy are uh, Barry Gordon, Dave Kimber, and Frank Welker. Frank Welker, he's like the king of the voice guys. Yeah, definitely. So, uh Gordon, Barry Gordon, he he did he's best known for things like recording Nothing for Christmas when he was a kid. Uh, um, I know, you can blame him for that. <laughs> uh, Donatello and Bebop and Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles um, he was one of the characters in Jabberjaw, the voice of the uh the Quick Bunny. Oh yeah. And Frank Welker Like you said, too too many to count. Just look at his Wikipedia page. He's Fred on Scooby-Doo. He's tons of Transformers, Megatron, Soundwave, uh, Mm -hmm. Frenzy, Ravage, Ratbat, Mirage, Sludge. He's Wonder Dog and Marvin on Super Friends. He's Jabberjaw. He's Dino-Mutt. He's Dr. Claw and Inspector Gadget. He's Side and Mr. Mitzelplik on Super Friends. He's Wild Bill. Uh, He's... Race Dance and Slimer on the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> He's Hefty Smurf, Poet Smurf, and Peewit from the Smurfs. So he can do pretty much any voice. Exactly. He's <laughs> Abu, uh, Raja, and the Cave of Wonder <laughs> from Aladdin. Okay, okay, okay. He's, to he does a lot of voices. Right, yeah. He could get his own episode. Uh, but definitely one that's uh, well-known. Definitely well-known. So he did several songs. Uh, you heard a couple right now. You heard The Ballad of Woods of the Owl. You've heard give a hoot, don't pollute, mm-hmm. don't be a dirty bird. That's right. And <laughs> don't be a dirty bird. <laughs> oh, it cracked me up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, that, that's kind of a strange threat from, a, from an owl to not, to not be a dirty bird. Right. So, um, in the 90s, y- you started seeing more of Woodsy Owl as an animated character again. So, here's another clip from a commercial from 90 with kids joining the Woodsy Owl team. Okay. Uh, so, let me see if I can get this working because I've had trouble with this. I don't today. know. I want to join the team. This exhibit on litter is amazing. Look, our family throw away so much trash every year. It weighs more than an elephant. That could be tons of litter, if we're not careful. That's right. Hi, Woodsy. Woodsy, how can we stop litter? Let's team up to keep trash from becoming litter. Let's keep keep it where it it belongs. Team up. Join the Woodsy team. Okay, so now he's saying not only do you have to take care of your trash, but you can't just throw your trash anywhere. I guess this is more of like a recycling uh, stance? Yes, very much so. And we see more of that throughout his career. He starts getting into three R's and then four R's. When the recycling movement started particularly, we started seeing that. Um, He... uh, here you see he's an animated character and right. he wants people to join the Woodsy team. He can somehow magically ben- <laughs> grant kids and bestow them with alpine hats that look just like his. Yeah, no, I thought that I thought I would have loved to have had an alpine hat when I was a kid. Right, and then you'll notice that Give a Hoot, Don't Pollute's gone. Uh, that team up is part of that because you want to join the Woodsy team. Okay, yeah. Team up because we're all on a team together fighting trash or whatever. Exactly, exactly. <coughs> so, uh, we started seeing here um, in Woodsy's career, like I said, he's focusing on reduce, reuse, recycle, and rot. Rot? <laughs> yeah, I know. I can understand reduce, don't use as much, reuse, of course, recycle, but what's rot? Rot, I'm glad you asked. Rot, he's talking about composting. Oh, okay. And I didn't pull it for the show, but there's a slunk in there called the Woodsy uh, Rubbish Rot Wrap. <laughs> That's an actual rap song. Uh, I'm not going to play it for just to benefit everyone else's ears, but it's out there if you want to find it. Yeah, or you could put a link to it on, on the page. And I know. suppose I could do that. That's they not a bad idea. They can subject themselves to it if they want to. If you want to sit through the <laughs> rubbish rot, rap, then please be my guest. Um, so, but in the late 90s, Width the owl changed. He actually got a new look. A new improved Woodsy emerged to benefit and befriend the new generation of children. I bet it's not improved. It was born on Earth Day, 1997. Of course. Uh, Helping kids form long-lasting relationships with nature. Bill Nye, the science guy, was involved. Oh, even better. By by filming a short spot with him, uh, describing the harmful effects of pollution. Although most things with Bill Nye related, the science behind it is questionable at best. Yeah, he's a really good actor pretending to be a scientist. That's true. those That's a true statement. Uh, so the Forest Service teamed up with the Children's Television Workshop to revitalize Woodsy Al. It okay. doesn't sound like a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't keep it that way forever. Even Smokey went through some iterations. Right. So the goal was to update his message and appearance to become more meaningful with today's youth and teaching environments. So the folks who were... Uh, Involved with this were the National Forest Foundation, State Foresters, and the Forest Service. Uh, he has a new message. Okay, so it's no longer team up? N- nope. Nor oh. is it give a hoot, don't pollute. Uh, what it is, is it? lend a hand, care for the land. Okay, well, at least it rhymes. Uh, I suppose. Kind of a lazy rhyme, but it's a <laughs> rhyme. Right, so he, his looks have changed as well. He's m- to be more identifiable with children in the 90s. He has a backpack what well, kids not wear carry backpacks i d- I don't know uh he hiking shoes instead of bared talons <laughs> okay and field pants. He's much taller and more human in appearance now yeah that's it kind of looks like a human with an owl head more than anything if you th- if you imagine if you imagine a mascot walking around a theme park maybe okay well, I mean whatever. I'm sure he does a good job still. I haven't really seen him lately, though. I haven't seen a woodsy owl commercial in forever. Well, most of the woodsy Al stuff today is based in part of the curriculum used in Head Start in pre-K. Oh, okay. So they, they they get exposure there. They don't have to pay for ad time. Yeah, they throw <laughs> Woodsy in pretty early for kids nowadays. He's no longer, uh, you're not the target demographic, certainly. <laughs> he's not <laughs> pitching it to 40-year-olds, but uh, <laughs> he he's out there uh, in different areas than he used to be. Yeah, if I haven't got it by now, I'm just not getting it. Right, but he is on Twitter, uh, at Woodsy Al. But does, he, does he tweet often? Is he active? Uh, yeah, it's funny you have an owl tweet, but, uh, n- no, he is not active. <laughs> really. He's terrible at it. Uh, he'll, he'll have really good fits and starts of wanting to do stuff usually on Earth Day and then he'll go away. Okay. He, he hibernates. He, er. I guess so. I don't know what his, uh, his life cycle is or his sleep cycle. No idea. So, uh, because they have this new look and they brought back the costumed version of him, uh, The mascots and costume characters, they're the official developers and distributors of the new woodsy look. Oh, okay. Uh, They're responsible for some of the mascot characters you see, the Looney Tunes characters at Six Flags, uh, Patrick and SpongeBob, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, other corporate mascots like the Burger King. The Coca-Cola Polar Bear. Okay, so they're like, we're in the business of providing outfits for mascots. Exactly. You see Car Fox from Carfax, Jeffrey from Toys R Us, NFL mascots even like the Broncos, the Cowboys, Steelers, things like that. Okay. That's them. So if you want a costume, you can order it from them, or you can actually go online to find a Woodsy Owl costume near you for use. But can does anyone get it? That's kind of weird. I don't know what the gate is uh, to uh, <laughs> the, what, what the qualifications are. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can just walk in and say, hey, uh, can I have that for Halloween? Right. Yeah. I'm sure it's a little bit more stringent than that. you got to meet certain criteria. I'm sure there's probably a fee involved because it's not for free. Right. Uh, but that, unfortunately, with the new <laughs> mascot costume brought a sad end to the old With the Owl costume. Uh, they actually, on the website, you can find <laughs> guidelines for destroying old woodsy owl costumes. Why? I don't know. I guess to re- <laughs> to prevent brand confusion. And they they, they want to be on brand. They don't want anybody seeing this weird owl walking around and say that's not woodsy. So don't trust that owl. Right. So maybe Smokey Bear is involved. I'm not sure what's going on here. But it's weird. And I'll put a link up to this as well on the uh, the blog. But... It's got a, there's a little cute picture of Woodsy as He appeared in the PSAs that we remember as kids. In the 70s and 80s. Exactly. And then it's got on the top, Destroying Old Woodsy Al Costumes Guidelines. Number one, Incinerate the complete costume (laughs) with the oversight of an official USDA Forest Service law enforcement officer. (laughs) So we're going to burn the outfits. Exactly. With the asterisk uh, saying, if you don't have access to an official USDA Forest Service law enforcement representative, arrangements will be made for dealing with your costume by contracting the USDA FS Washington office. And they've got the address. Oh, my goodness. Who knew there was such a bureaucracy for even getting rid of outfits? Exactly, and then the second step of this is the entire Woodsey Owl costume, including each of the separate pieces, is to be destroyed beyond recognition. <laughs> so don't even leave a trace. I guess not. So. one stone on another. They definitely give a hoot about how these costumes need to be destroyed beyond recognition. My goodness, I had no idea. Yeah, so uh, th- th- to sum up, Woodsey is still around, uh, not as in the public eye as he was when we were growing up, but he's still out there teaching kids to uh, lend a hand and care for the land. I I like give a hoot better. Yeah, well, I'm nostalgic and I hate change, so I'm going to feel that way too. Uh, But he's an owl. I know, give a hoot. I know, right? Right. Hoot, hoot, hoot. hoot. Isn't that much fun? You found out where give a hoot came from, right? Did you look that up? Yeah, yeah. Basically, there was an expression back in the early... 1900s, uh, late 1800s, saying like, I don't give a wit about something being like the smallest amount of something, like an atom. Oh, okay. Basically saying like, that I don't even care that much about it. And then that changed into hoot, and, or the expression was also, I don't give two hoots. And oh, okay. I guess if you give more than a hoot, you only give a hoot, but you don't give two hoots. I don't know. Okay, I don't know, but that's what, that would match the hoot hoot, though. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. But uh, thank you. Is that that all about that? Uh, That is all I have on Woodsy. All right. Well, that's great. I I feel edified. (laughs) Now you (laughs) know more than you possibly cared to about him. Okay. Just a few quick uh, food news items. If you have an IHOP nearby, they have jumped on the Elf on the Shelf bandwagon. Hmm. I don't know because they don't have any elves in it, but they have a few things if you want to. Go there and try them out. They've got Jolly Cakes, okay. which are four green buttermilk pancakes finished with sweet cream cheese, icing, or whipped topping, and shimmery elf. That <laughs> sounds they healthy. They look like elf-sized ornament sprinkles. Okay. And they've got Owat Funnel Cakes, which uh-huh, are I see. two crispy funnel cakes dusted with powdered sugar, crowned glazed strawberries, whipped topping, and shimmery elf sprinkles. Goodness. They've also got some actual food, like a holiday ham and <laughs> sausage omelette. Um, they've got merry marshmallow, hot chocolate, and they've got a little l's combo. So you, you can take your little ales and they get either a one jolly cake topped with cream cheese or a O-Walt funnel cake. Oh, I see. I'm thinking the funnel cake will be popular among kids especially. And if that wasn't enough, you also get an egg and a bacon strip and a sausage link. Wow. What a deal. Yep. So check that out if you're into the Elf on the Shelf. You know who else is into that is Disney. I was at the world of disney store last week and i saw they come out with a stitch that is their disney's take on the elf on the shelf where you can move the stitch around and teach him your holiday traditions and he has a little sign on his hat for nice or naughty Mm, okay so and i guess the kid's like hey you want to be nice and not naughty exactly so Okay, yeah. yeah, they've already started their Christmas stuff. They have. The Christmas party, as of this recording in early November, they've already started the Christmas parties. So that's kind of crazy to me. Pretty, pretty crazy. Okay. So early. Um, Hot Pockets, which I haven't seen Lean Pockets in a long time, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, Hot Pockets now have something called Sweet Treats. Hmm. And they're kind of like the size of a Hot Pocket, but they are obviously a dessert. There's two flavors right now. There's a cinnamon roll, hmm. which is a sweet cream and cheese filling in a cinnamon crust. And then there's apple cinnamon, which is an apple cinnamon filling in a cinnamon crust. This sounds like a McDonald's apple pie. You know, And someone's talked about that. They said, like, would the exterior turn out crispy like McDonald's pie if you deep fry this instead of microwaving it? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> that, that would be – that sounds actually pretty tasty. Yeah, but they're, they're frozen, so I don't know how you go about deep frying – I mean, I know they um, deep-fried frozen stuff all the time. That's how they make, you know, the deep-fried Oreos and stuff. But I'm sure they figure something out. Well, there's a will, there's a way. Yep. And then, uh, lastly, if you have a Sonic nearby, they have chili cheese and bacon, uh, chili cheese bites and bacon mac and cheese bites. Oh, okay. They sound pretty good. The chili cheese bites are Sonic signature chili with cheese. Mm-hmm. And then it's in a crispy corn chip coating. Oh, I wondered what they were going to be the, as the show. Corn mm-hmm. chip sounds like a delightful yeah. choice. And the bacon, mac, and cheese is just macaroni and cheese blended with bacon pieces and a crispy batter. Well, that boat that sounds the both sound good. I just yeah. wish we had a Sonic closer. Buck ninety nine each, so not even too expensive. Not bad. Just good to throw on your uh, meal as a side. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I uh, hear crypto scratching up the door, so it's time to go. If you enjoyed the podcast and want to help us out, please subscribe on iTunes. To leave a five-star review. It's a big help. Uh, the website's up and running. We hope to get more content, blog posts, and other items up there very soon. We talk big, but we never quite execute. Life gets in the way. Be glad you have this podcast. Exactly. We're trying to stay somewhat regular with it. Uh, if you have a question send us an email at packbrospodcast. That's P-A-C-K-B-R-O-S podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at packbrospodcast. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash packbrospodcast. Yep. And if you're saying, guys, how long are you going to do PSAs? Well, not much longer. We'll uh, probably have maybe three, three four I know at least more three. episodes. I know at least four I want to do. Right. So maybe four more episodes of this and this season will be over, and then we'll move on to another topic. So, yes. hey, if you want to say, I wish you'd talk more about this then letting us know what this is by getting in touch with us. Yeah, and if we could probably fit it into the episode, too, at least a few minutes about it. Oh, yeah, if you don't want us to really wax eloquent on it, we'll be glad to address any topic. All right. But uh, once again, thanks for listening, and... Uh, Thanks again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, and thank you again. That's right. (laughs) All right, bye.